Session 11, The Fourth Amendment Search and Seizure, Warrants, and Probable Cause. In this session, we will explore the Fourth Amendment to the United States Constitution, a pivotal component of the Bill of Rights. The Fourth Amendment serves as a crucial safeguard against unreasonable searches and seizures by the government. It outlines the conditions under which searches and seizures are considered lawful, emphasizing the importance of warrants and probable cause. Throughout this session, we will delve deep into the Fourth Amendment, dissecting its key provisions, examining landmark Supreme Court cases, and providing real-world examples to illustrate its practical implications. Introduction to the Fourth Amendment The Fourth Amendment to the United States Constitution reads as follows. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects, against unreasonable searches and seizures, shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. At its core, the Fourth Amendment is designed to protect the privacy and security of individuals against overreach by the government. It establishes a fundamental principle, government officials, including law enforcement officers, cannot search or seize a person's property without a valid reason and proper authorization. Key Elements of the Fourth Amendment Let's break down the essential elements of the Fourth Amendment. 1 the right to be secure. The Fourth Amendment begins by recognizing the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects. This acknowledgement emphasizes that individuals have a reasonable expectation of privacy in various aspects of their lives, including their bodies, homes, personal documents, and belongings. 2. Protection against unreasonable searches and seizures. The heart of the Fourth Amendment lies in its prohibition against unreasonable searches and seizures. This means that government agents, such as law enforcement officers, cannot conduct searches or seizures unless they meet specific legal requirements. 3. Warrants and Probable Cause The Fourth Amendment establishes a two-part test for the legality of searches and seizures. Warrants Searches and seizures should generally be authorized by warrants issued by a neutral and detached magistrate. These warrants must meet specific requirements, including a description of the place to be searched and the items or individuals to be seized. Probable cause, to obtain a warrant or justify a search or seizure without one, law enforcement officers must demonstrate probable cause. This means they must have reasonable grounds to believe that a crime has been committed or that evidence of a crime can be found in the location or on the person to be searched or seized. 4. Specificity this episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The Fourth Amendment also requires that warrants describe with particularity the place to be searched and the items or individuals to be seized. This ensures that government agents do not engage in general, exploratory searches. 5. Exceptions to the Warrant Requirement While warrants based on probable cause are the preferred method for conducting searches and seizures, the Fourth Amendment recognizes that certain situations may necessitate exceptions to this rule. Some common exceptions include searches incident to arrest, consent searches, and exigent circumstances. Examples and real-world applications To understand the practical implications of the Fourth Amendment, let's examine a few examples.
Example 1, Traffic Stop and Vehicle Search Imagine you're driving your car, and a police officer pulls you over for a traffic violation, such as running a red light. The officer asks if they can search your vehicle. Here's how the Fourth Amendment applies. Probable cause, the officer must have a reasonable belief that there's evidence of a crime in your car. In this case, the traffic violation could be the basis for probable cause if it suggests other criminal activity, like drug possession. Consent, alternatively, if you voluntarily agree to the search, your consent weighs the need for a warrant or probable cause. However, you have the right to refuse the search. Example 2, Home Search Warrant. Suppose law enforcement officers suspect illegal drug activity in a specific house. They seek a search warrant from a judge, presenting evidence of drug-related activities at the location. With a valid warrant in hand, they conduct a search of the premises. Here's how the Fourth Amendment comes into play. Warrant, the officers obtained a search warrant from a neutral magistrate, complying with the Fourth Amendment's requirement for authorization. Probable cause, they demonstrated to the judge that there was probable cause to believe illegal drugs were present in the house, meeting the Fourth Amendment's requirement. Example 3, Airport Security Screening. When you go through security at an airport, your person and belongings are subject to search. This search is conducted without a warrant and often without individualized suspicion. Here's how the Fourth Amendment applies. Exception to the warrant requirement, airports are considered special environments with a heightened focus on security. Courts have recognized that airport security screenings fall under the special needs exception to the Fourth Amendment's warrant requirement, allowing for searches without individualized suspicion. Balancing individual rights and public safety, courts have held that the government's interest in protecting aviation security outweighs the minimal intrusion of an airport security screening. This balancing act aligns with the Fourth Amendment's purpose to protect both individual liberties and public safety. Landmark Supreme Court Cases Several landmark Supreme Court cases have further clarified and shaped the application of the Fourth Amendment. Let's explore a few notable cases. 1. Katz v. United States, 1967, Expectation of Privacy In Katz v. United States, the Supreme Court ruled that the Fourth Amendment protects people, not places. The decision established that individuals have a reasonable expectation of privacy, and if this expectation is violated, it constitutes a search under the Fourth Amendment. In this case, the court held that wiretapping a public telephone booth without a warrant violated Katz's reasonable expectation of privacy, thus requiring a warrant for such searches. 2. Terry v. Ohio, 1968, Stop and Frisk Terry v. Ohio introduced the stop-and-frisk exception to the Fourth Amendment's warrant and probable cause requirements. The court ruled that law enforcement officers can conduct a limited search without a warrant or probable cause when they have a reasonable suspicion that a person may be armed and dangerous. This decision was based on the need to balance law enforcement's interest in ensuring officer safety with an individual's Fourth Amendment rights. 3. United States v. Jones, 2012, GPS Tracking United States v. Jones addressed the use of GPS tracking devices by law enforcement without a warrant. The Supreme Court unanimously held that attaching a GPS tracking device to a suspect's vehicle and monitoring their movements for an extended period constituted a search under the Fourth Amendment. The decision reaffirmed the importance of obtaining a warrant when conducting long-term surveillance using advanced technology. Contemporary Issues and Debates the Fourth Amendment continues to be a subject of debate and legal challenges in contemporary society. 
several current issues are relevant to its interpretation and application. 1. Digital Privacy Advancements in technology, particularly in the realm of digital communication and data storage, have raised questions about how the Fourth Amendment applies to digital privacy. Courts are grappling with issues related to warrantless searches of smartphones, email accounts, and other digital devices. 2. National Security v. Privacy The balance between national security and individual privacy remains a contentious issue, especially in the context of counterterrorism efforts. Debates surround the legality of government surveillance programs, such as the collection of metadata from telecommunications. 3. Searches and seizures in the digital age The digital age has brought about novel challenges related to searches and seizures. Issues like the use of facial recognition technology, data mining, and the monitoring of online activities have led to legal disputes about Fourth Amendment protections. 4. Excessive use of force Recent cases of police use of force, particularly in instances involving minorities, have sparked discussions about the Fourth Amendment's role in safeguarding citizens from unreasonable searches and seizures, including those resulting in bodily harm or death. 5. Border Searches The application of the Fourth Amendment at U.S. borders is a complex issue. Customs and Border Protection, CBP, agents have broader search authority at border crossings, which raises questions about the extent of permissible searches of electronic devices and the privacy rights of travelers. Balancing Act, Individual Rights and Public Safety The Fourth Amendment reflects a delicate balance between the protection of individual rights and the needs of law enforcement to maintain public safety. This balance is continually evolving as society changes and as new technologies emerge. Courts often grapple with questions about the scope of the Fourth Amendment's protections and the appropriate limits on government intrusion. It's important to recognize that the Fourth Amendment is not absolute. While it provides crucial safeguards, it also acknowledges that in certain circumstances, the government may need to act swiftly to prevent crime, ensure public safety, or protect national security. This recognition has led to the development of exceptions to the warrant and probable cause requirements, as seen in cases like Terry v. Ohio and the special needs exception for airport security. Your rights and responsibilities. As a citizen, it's essential to be aware of your rights and responsibilities under the Fourth Amendment. Here are some key takeaways. 1. Know your rights, understand that you have a right to be secure in your person, home, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures. If you believe your Fourth Amendment rights have been violated, consult an attorney. 2. Consent matters, you have the right to refuse searches if law enforcement officers do not have a warrant or probable cause. Politely but firmly express your refusal to consent to a search. 3. Stay informed, stay informed about developments in Fourth Amendment law, especially in the digital age. Awareness of your rights in various situations, such as during traffic stops or interactions with law enforcement, can be invaluable. 4. Legal challenges, if you believe your Fourth Amendment rights have been violated, consult with an attorney who specializes in civil rights or constitutional law. They can advise you on potential legal remedies. Conclusion The Fourth Amendment's protection against unreasonable searches and seizures is a cornerstone of individual liberty in the United States. It establishes a framework that requires law enforcement to obtain warrants based on probable cause or adhere to well-defined exceptions when conducting searches and seizures. 
This delicate balance between individual rights and public safety continues to be a vital and evolving aspect of American constitutional law. In our next session, we will shift our focus to the Fifth Amendment, exploring its significance in protecting individuals' rights in the criminal justice system, including the right to remain silent and the prohibition of double jeopardy. Thank you for joining me in this discussion, and I look forward to our continued exploration of constitutional law.